This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 110. My name is Adam. With me today, we're joined by Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing all right. And we're also joined by <laughs> Ryan. How are you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> God. What movie do we have you watch this week? Legal Eagles. Legal Eagles? Uh, this, is a, this is a viewer request, or a listener request, uh, Leo sent us sent us this one in. Uh, this is directed by Ivan Reitman, and we picked this in honor of uh, Draft Day coming out this week. This came out in 1986, and it stars Robert Redford, Deborah Winger, and Daryl Hannah. I have a synopsis here. District Attorney Tom Logan is set for higher office, at least until he becomes involved with defense lawyer Laura Kelly and her unpredictable client, Chelsea Bearden. (laughs) It seems the least of Chelsea's crimes is the theft of a very valuable painting, but as the woman, as the women persuade Logan to investigate further and and to cut some, (laughs) some official corners, a much more sinister scenario begins to emerge. I do have a trailer here. Let's give this bad boy a listen. This is Legal Eagles. When a prosecutor and a defense attorney team up to solve the murder case of the year, there isn't a law, a rule, or a heart that won't be broken. Universal Pictures presents... Are you going to sleep with our client again? She's a very attractive young girl. Extremely attractive. I did not say extremely. I said just attractive. Extremely. Robert Redford. Deborah Winger. No, don't. Don't don't even say it. If we go through that door, it's called breaking and entering. No, it's not breaking. It's just entering. Daryl Hannah. I didn't kill Taft. It's going to take a lot of work to convince the jury of that. In the new film from Ivan Reitman, the director of Ghostbusters, Legal Eagles. All right. Oh, Lord. Lord have mercy. That sounds so amazingly 80s. Oh my god, that was one of the funniest things I've heard in a long time. Ryan, what, can you tell us a little bit about Legal Eagles? Um, Robert Redford is uh, assistant district attorney. Uh, he's being named the sister to the district attorney. And... He decides to take on a case in which Diana has had a painting and someone accused her of stealing it. And according to her, she got it when on her 18th birthday as a present from her dad and the house got fire and people died and... Someone took a painting, and oh, yeah. she thinks it's hers. And they get through, uh, among bird for banging everyone, uh, <laughs> they go investigate, 
And they always get blown up when they're investigating evidence because someone's trying to kill them. And turns out at the end, Brian Dennehy, who was working in the case of her father being murdered, is actually the killer. Oh, so the so he's a cop. Uh, but he pretends to be a cop. Is a different oh. idea. Still, someone's identity. Oh, oh wow! Sounds pretty uh, involved. Yeah, <laughs> this is a string of thoughts from the old bang. So actually, there's no strings of thought. They just bang, and that's it. <laughs> there's no, there's no like feelings or hey, what are you doing today? <laughs> just straight to bang. Yep. Straight to it. So my first question is, Robert Redford's a district attorney, assistant district attorney, and Deborah Winger is a defense lawyer, right? So what what is the circumstance that they're working together to defend Daryl Hannah? Robert Redford apparently goes after the truth no matter what. Oh. And... Deborah Winger has this case where nobody believes Daryl Hannah except for her, and she presents it to him and asks for help. And then, bang. <laughs> well, it just, it just seems kind of unrealistic to me. Like, who's, who's prosecuting the case if not Robert Redford? Uh, they don't ever show that. But that's a good question. This this sounds like there's like no legal action whatsoever. It just sounds like banging. <laughs> Pretty much just banging. That's Fine. that's what I'm banging getting. Banging and breaking and entering. Banging and breaking and entering. Finding and paintings and. Lines. Well, what's the cause of all this this craziness, this conspiracy, and the, is it the, the just the painting? up, and it's this girl's birthday. And she goes to sleep, and you see someone set their apartment on fire, and and her dad dies in the fire, and you see that happen. And then she gets out, but you're supposed to try to figure out who set the fire. Well, wait, who? what is Daryl yeah. Hannah being accused of? Because didn't it say in the trailer that she's being accused of murder? She's being accused of stealing a painting. From herself, like, apparently. From another art person who <laughs> bought the painting originally. What makes this the case of the year? I don't know. Because he's in his shit. So why was the house burnt down? Why was the house burnt down to begin with? Because they wanted to kill the dead. And why did they want to kill the dead? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, did did they kill the dead? Did they kill the dead? Yes. And, uh, and this was when Daryl Hannah was a young girl? Yes. Why did they wait so long to do whatever they were going to do? apparently the dude that bought the painting was also banging Daryl Hannah. Jesus. And while well, they were banging there, I sold the painting. <laughs> like, why they and, were literally banging? 
<laughs> just getting online. The, the, the dude accused her of stealing it, but she told everyone that her dad left it there. Wow. This sounds like the most confusing movie ever. Also, it's yeah. rated PG, and you're making it sound like it's this uh, the sex romp that's like yeah, really... They don't, they don't ever like... They don't ever show banging or any sort of <laughs> related. It's implied, banging. implied it's banging. Blood. So no one like ejaculates in their own mouth. <laughs> I just imagine the scene involving Robert Redford ejaculating in his own mouth. Oh, oh my God! There were no penis <laughs> No Robert Redford penis. <laughs> But the, I mean, the way you make it make it sound. Number one, you make it sound confusing as all hell. Second, it why like why are they attorneys? It sounds like they don't need to be attorneys at all. I don't know why that's their life like, choice. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I mean, like it doesn't sound like they do any lawyering or any courtroom activity yeah, in this it, movie. Is there any like courtroom drama happening? Not a lot. There's uh, opening statements for a different case and there's a couple other small shorts of them in a courtroom. It sounds like the most nonsensical movie and something tells oh, me and then they're in the courtroom then. Something Pretty. tells me that this movie's gonna would make a lot of sense if I watched it. Nah. Nah. Because I, I think you're may, there might be some key details that you're leaving out here that f- make this all fit into place. Well you ask me and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so De- Dennehy was the one who set the fire when she was a child? Correct. And he's the one trying Wait, to. Wait, no, no, <laughs> no. He was not. He was the. Yeah, that's where it gets confusing. Yeah, Brian Dennehy was the guy that set the fire, but he took on the guy that investigated it. So I did it. Uh huh. So okay. So like. Dennehy set the fire and then he killed the guy who was investigating it and took his identity. Correct. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, why does Dennehy all of a sudden? I mean, does he just live as that police officer for like well, they're, fifteen they're years? Invest- they're investigating this and. Well, but there's I a span of time, right? Because you said that Daryl Hannah was a child when it happened. Yes. So one, de- thing, so one thing leads them to another, and they get the investigating cop's name, and instead of going to them, the investigating cop, Brad Denny comes to them. Uh-huh, okay. To quote-unquote help them. I understand. Pretty sure he just wanted to bang Daryl well, I, I'm so confused about the Dennehy thing at this point. Because, like, what does he just... What does he do if not, you know, pretending to be a cop? They investigate his life, so I don't know. He, is he just, like, hanging out, listening to what people are saying, and then as soon as he hears that cop's <laughs> name, he's like, oh, shit, I better go in and pretend oh, to be that oh, cop oh. again. 
They were wearing Robert Redford and seeing him. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, not not making too much sense, but we'll, we'll give it a... We'll just let it go at this point. No, we will not let it go. <laughs> we will get to the crux of legal eagles. Okay. I, I, I smell an in-depth essay coming on. Easy. Easy. Um, man. <laughs> no, from you, Ryan. I want it on my desk tomorrow. You're getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this, is this any of this making sense to you, Kevin? No, I'm completely lost. I, I don't, number one, I don't understand why they're attorneys. Number two, it sounds like all they do is bang. Number three, there's a painting for some reason that like was there and then it's not there and people want the painting like years later, like it just pops up back up out of nowhere. Like people forgot I'll about it. I'd say it doesn't matter. None of it matters. And then Brian Dennehy, like he, he steals someone's identity and then does not be that identity for like 18 years and then realizes, oh shit, I should be that identity. <laughs> and did you get that painting? And then Redford's like, I'm going to bang that person. And then there's more <laughs> banging. I don't, I don't understand anything. That's kind of exactly what happened. I feel like I want to watch this now just to, <laughs> just to see, what, just to laugh at what, what kind of craziness is happening. So it's not that terrible, it's just boring. Boring. Hmm. Hmm. Would you classify it as a romantic comedy, or is it? Uh... I would. I thought it was supposed to, by the music and the way they were acting, and uh, yeah, I would say yeah, it was kind of a romantic comedy. It, it did seem like it was kind of upbeat, and it looked like there was uh, some, and the the poster cover. Also well, makes it look pretty Deborah, upbeat. Deborah Winger doesn't look upbeat. <laughs> no. She's morose as shit on that cover. Because she's probably the uptight cop. Uh, or not. She's probably the uptight lawyer. And Redford's yeah. probably the laid back cool guy. She is. And he is. <laughs> he, he probably has like koosh balls at his desk. Uh, does Redford get her to loosen up a little bit? Uh, after yeah. he has sex yeah, with her. Yeah, after he has sex with her. <laughs> and they fall in love. Oh, oh they fall in love. After he bangs Daryl Hannah. Oh, so wait, he has what? sex with Daryl Hannah, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, does Redford have sex with Brian Denny? <laughs> <laughs> no, but is it? Does Deborah Winger have sex with Daryl Hannah? Uh, <laughs> nope, I missed that. Okay. Mm. Well, I well, think we cleared everything up. Yeah, I think so. Let's talk about Ivan Reitman. Pretty, he had a pretty big career early on, but it's it's kind of fizzled out over the years. I mean, he is responsible for Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, Kindergarten Cop, Twins. Twins mm-hmm. and the upcoming triplets. Dave, don't forget that, Dave. That we're all excited about Dave, Dave Junior. Yeah, Junior. God, I remember that. I mean, say what you will about his his later stuff. I still am in love with Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two and I Stripes. Love, uh, uh, yeah, I love Stripes. Yeah, I mean those those three alone are enough for me to 
give him pass. But uh, I guess uh, he... Road trip was absolutely... He didn't. What did he do? He did not do road trip. Ooh, and the Wikipedia did. <laughs> what? What? I, I'm Ivan Reitman, at it right now. Ivan Reitman directed Road Trip. Nope. I'm pretty. He produced. Oh, I get produced. Yeah, it wasn't even. Wasn't even regular produced. It was executive produced. Oh my. He executive produced a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's, of stuff. he produced a Space Jam. Okay, that's all you need to know. Space Jam. Directed it. Oh this is the guy that's worked with Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And Michael Jordan. He also, didn't he, he produced uh, Animal House, too, with Harold Ramis. So that's mm-hmm. pretty big. That's a pretty big one, I'd say. Unfortunately, his later career kind of devolved, and we're looking at Six Days, Seven Nights, Evolution, which I remember liking Evolution, as a kid, I've been meaning to go back and watch that again, see what I think of it now. I would love for you to go back and watch that. Have you revisited it? <laughs> no. Recently? I can I can imagine, though. I know where it's going to go. Yeah, I remember liking it, but I also remember critics not liking it. So, uh, Most recently, he did No Strings Attached. Did you see that one, Ryan? Yes. Yeah? Yep. How was that? Uh, I don't think I like them much. I saw a while back. I get that one and the one with Jake Gyllenhaal mixed up. The one with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, um, Anne Hathaway. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think love they came it, out. Love and, love and other drugs? Yeah I, think, yeah, I think they came out like around the same time or something. I think you're correct. Was the one with Mila Kunis and Justin Nebron? Oh, maybe that's the one. That's the one I was thinking of. Wow, I'm getting... There's so many that are like that. What is that? Friends Friends with Benefits? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. That's a Will Gluck movie. Okay. I don't know who Will Gluck is. I was going to say, am I supposed to know that name? (laughs) Because I don't. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Easy A. Easy A. And he's doing the new Annie movie. All right. Okay. All right. That doesn't look very good. Yeah. All right, Ryan, uh, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll. What do you think of Legal Eagles? Five. Five out of ten. I feel like we haven't had any many fives coming from you. Like I said, it wasn't a badly made movie. It was boring. I feel like every time I say Legal Eagles, it's like trying to say the rural juror. (laughs) Like it's just not a very pleasant uh, title to say. No, not really. Legal Eagles. Legal Eagles. Now, I probably don't even have to ask, but what do you think about Draft Day? Loves it. I'm tired of seeing that fucking Richard Sherman thing. The what? The, the, in a preview, there's a thing from the Super Bowl on the NFC Championship with uh, Richard Sherman and... That Michael Crabtree guy. When Richard Sherman went nuts on everyone, did you remember that? Oh, okay, I know what Like, you're freaked out when it happened. Yeah. And they showed that at the end of the trailer. 
okay, okay. And the movie's about the Browns, not either of those teams. Yeah. <sighs> so, so why you're not you're not into this? You're you're a big fan of uh, the NFL. Yeah, man. I'm just. You big NFL guy. Are you waiting for him to do the the film adaptation of the NFL Combine? Is that what you're waiting for? What if I am? Let's throw a hypothetical out there. What if draft day was about the Bengals instead of the Browns? Would you then be interested? That would piss me off even more. (laughs) Because I know it wouldn't be true. If it were like a documentary and then nature, but not Kevin Costner, like his ass off about everything. <laughs> dramatic. What are you talking about? NFL draft is one of the most dramatic instances. It's exciting. Yeah. Filled with tension, intrigue. Oh, goodness. Very exciting. I wish it was just about Kevin Costner and his fantasy football league. And them just doing their draft. I wish it was about that Don played in his league with him. I'm just imagining a lot of scenes in that film with Kevin Costner pacing back and forth on the phone holding a football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yelling well, at well, somebody the on the other line. down on the right egg or a running one. It's going to be a lot of walking and talking. Now walking and talking. <laughs> Got a lot of walking and talking going on. Through. Checking monitors, looking at Holes, monitors. Cell oh, phone I calls. It, I think it's going to be amazing. So much tension. What happened to Ivan Reitman? Seriously. I'm fight, people. This movie causes violence. He was born in Czechoslovakia? Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Uh, I guess uh, Ghostbusters 3... He uh, said that he's not going to have anything to do with that now, but now that he doesn't have anything to do with it, I guess they're uh, moving forward even more quickly with it. Are you serious? Yeah. He's not going to direct it. I think he's going to produce it still, maybe. What are, what are you guys thinking of uh, Ghostbusters 3? I, I can imagine what you're thinking, Kevin. But Stop. Stop it. What if they get like a really, mm-hmm. what if they get a really good cast, though? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It's not. That movie is when I was looking, and even the second one talked, it was still about all the same people. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, even if they do a new Ghostbusters with the new cast, it's if, you're not going to be on board. Yeah, I don't want to see a reboot of a, that movie just to make money. Yeah. Because that's Stupid. all they're going to do with it is trying to make money. Exactly. But I will I will be on board if Rick Moranis is back in it. What if then, they get, I'll, then I'm on board. They get Rick Moranis back, and he's a full-on Ghostbuster this time. Oh, yeah, I'm in. And, and, he's tel- and he's helping teach, like him and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson are helping teach the new the new crew. And that's like comprised of Seth Rogen and... Uh, no, no, no. What about Zach I'm Galifianakis? Not. No, I'm out. I I like Galifianakis, but he he doesn't belong in Ghostbusters. You don't think Seth Rogen would do would fare well? Mm, no, no. Who 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 would no. be your your ideal new Ghostbusters team? They're probably gonna get a girl in there, I'd imagine. No one. No one. No one. Jonah Hill. No. Michael Sarah. Just Moranis. 
<laughs> just ran just, by himself. Just, <laughs> just him. Him and Slimer. Yep. That's it. It's exactly what I want. Bring now, I know this is cooler. Ecto cooler. Yeah. This is off topic, but it's kind of related. They also announced last week that Goonies 2 is happening. Jesus what, what do you guys Christ. think? <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Kidding me. Richard Richard Donner said Goonies 2 is absolutely happening. Nope. No. No. Yeah, Stop. be the trouble shovel. You know, be you can't even imitate that shit. What if they get the whole original cast back in for Goonies 2? Yeah, but they will all be like fucking 90 now. Can I, I thought I did they'll be like 50. Didn't Feldman die? No. <laughs> Corey Haim died. died. Corey Haim died. I thought Corey Feldman died. <laughs> no, dude, he's still around. Uh, he's he's still making not. he's making music. I'll send you some YouTube links. No, don't, please. It's pretty funny. It's worth it. Um, yeah, they're all still alive as far as I know. I don't think all of them are actors anymore. Like, I think the dude that plays uh, Chunk is not an actor. He's like a lawyer or something now. There's a link on Wikipedia. It says Ivan Reitman, director of Ghostbusters 3, confirmed. Well, that's incorrect. Actually, there's two links. You can't go by what Wikipedia says, especially about movies that are in in pre-production or are even pre-pre-production, because that shit changes all the time. They've been talking about Ghostbusters 3 for like 10 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. There's three. Three links they confirmed. Well, after the Harold Ramis thing, he came out and said that he wasn't going to direct it. So, I mean, I, I, I'm i all like part of me wants to see more Ghostbusters. But at the same time, it's like Bill Murray's not going to be a part of it. Harold yeah, Ramis right is there. right there. Right there. Yeah. I, I, I think... want to see more Bill Murray and more Alvarez, and they're not in some good. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I think I would be on board if they were able to get everybody, including Rick Moranis, back. And they, I'm have... only in if Moranis is in. <laughs> that, that's my deal breaker. If Moran, if they get Moranis out of retirement, then I'll spend good money to see it. But if you can't lure him out of retirement, then no. You're gonna spend shitty money this shit. <laughs> I, I feel like they should at some point soon he's gonna be coming coming back. Cause his kids I think are grown at this point or are older. And I think he'll be back. Alright, Ryan, any final thoughts on legal eagles? <laughs> Skip it. They don't even bang for real. <laughs> no, at this point at this point you if if you don't see unsimulated uh, sex in a movie you're yeah. done He's yeah it's it's pg bang and skip it <laughs> oh there you have it it's pg mm. bang and skip it wow i think that that'll wrap it up for all the latest film news reviews visit us at filmpulse.net send us your questions podcast at filmpulse.net is the address We'll be sure to answer them on the show. Follow us on Twitter, at FilmPulseNet, and be sure to read us on iTunes. We appreciate that very much. For FilmPulse.net, my name is Adam. Hi, Kevin. Oh, my. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Deep down inside you know
If anybody's a dude, bro, it's you, Ryan. I don't even know what dude. a dude bro is. It's you. You're a dude, bro. <laughs> We're all dude bros. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <sighs>